We want to start this retreat with observing the precepts. I think you have uh, papers with you. This evening we use only the first page. <coughs> so you fold your palms and uh, repeat after me. Namo tassa. Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Namo Tassa Bhagavato Arahato Sama Sambuddhasa Buddhang saranang gachami Dhammang saranang gachami Sanghang saranang gachami Dutiampi buddhang saranang gachami Dutiampi dhammang saranang gachami Dutiampi sanghang saranang gachami Tatiampi buddhang saranang gachami Satyampi dhammang saranang gachami Satyampi sanghang saranang gachami Tisarana gamanang sampunang amabhanti. Panati pata. 
Veramani Sikhapadang Samadhyami Adinnadana Veramani Sikhapadang Samadhyami Kāmesu Michachara Veramani Sikhapadam Samadhyami Musavada Veramani Sikhapadam Samadhyami Suramiraya Majja Pamadatthana Veramani Sikhapadam Samadhyami Idang me silang Magga pala nibbanas Tisaranena-saddhim-pancha-silandham-mang-samadhyitva-sadhukang-surakhitam-katva-appamadena-sampadetha-sīlena-sugatiṅyanti-sīlena-bhoga-sampada-sīlena-nibbhutiṅyan
Not he was not sweet, but he was sweet, but they want to make him more sweet. <laughs> so gave him this honeycomb. After that, they took refuge in the Buddha and Dhamma. First time somebody took the refuge in not triple gem, but dual gem, the Buddha and Dhamma. <coughs> when, went, when he went to Benares and gave the first sermon, there came a young man. There were five disciples. Buddha did not give them the five precepts. Why was that? Because they all they were observing the precepts. They were his friends who had practiced self-mortification along with him. So they didn't need that again. Sometimes you might wonder why we take refuge every day. And repeat in Buddhist countries, uh, people take uh, three refuges and the five precepts every single day, on every single special occasion. Sometimes even politicians take three refuges and the five precepts on stages and keep lying to people. <laughs> but uh, they take it. Then he, when he was uh, giving sermons there, a young man came called came. His name was Yasa. And uh, straight away he entered the order and Buddha gave him the three refuges, first time. Because Sangha was already established with the five bhikkhus. And then came his wife and his mother. They were the two first female to take the three refuges. And then came Yasa's fifty-five friends. And they also took the three refuges and the five precepts. This is how it started. So taking the three refuges and the five precepts is not something totally new introduced to the Buddha's teaching by uh, disciples. When we use, when we hear the word taking refuge, uh, people might wonder what does it mean? You know, when you go for refuge, you hear the word uh, refugees these days. We always hear refugees running away from trouble, going to safe and secure place. Similarly, we have a lot of troubles, a lot of problems. We need some kind of security, some kind of safety, somebody to protect us, give us guidance. When we go to somebody to somebody to somebody seeking protection, guidance, we trust the person. We know the person would not betray us. We know the person would not let us down. So in the first place, we have to have tremendous trust in the Buddha, Dhamma and Sangha. Without that kind of trust and confidence and faith in the Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha, 
our practice would not become very meaningful and successful. If you have always doubt about the Buddha, how can you practice what he taught? We trust the Buddha. Why we trust the Buddha? We know Buddha was supremely enlightened being. When I uh, define the Buddha, I would simply use three words. He was the one, the embodiment of compassion, wisdom, and purity. Embodiment of compassion, wisdom, and purity. That is what we want to emulate, cultivate, and follow. When, he, when we see his uh, personality through his uh, teaching, we can see these three aspects of his life. So with utmost confidence we go to Buddha for refuge. Then we take refuge in the Dhamma. Dhamma is excellent in the beginning, excellent in the middle, and excellent in the end. What does we need? When something is excellent in the beginning, excellent in the middle, excellent in the end, that is what we need to follow. He has given perfect plan for us to follow. If we follow his plan, very meticulously, sincerely, honestly, we will be secure and safe. We never go into trouble. And therefore we take refuge in his plan. <coughs> uh, I use uh, the simile of uh, an architect when the architect uh, draws a plan for a building, entire building is in his mind. Its shape, size, even the color, the doors, windows, hinges, no nails, nuts and bolts, concrete, and everything that you need to build the house is in his mind. So he draw a very detailed plan for a builders. To builders are not. Uh, uh, architects. They just follow the plan. And if they follow the plan according to the architect's drawing, he will build a house. Secure house, safe house, so he can, anybody can live in it. Similarly, Buddha has given us a plan. Perfect plan. All we have to do is to follow the steps and follow the plan. Then we will build a house. Uh, talking about the house in Sunnati's uh, enlightenment and seeing the, the dependent origination, at the end he said, and attaining enlightenment, following the steps of dependent origination. And he said, uh, uh, through many a birth I wandered in samsara, seeking but not finding the builder of this house. O house builder, 
thou art seen, thou shalt build no house again. Thy uh, rafters are broken, the ridge pole is shattered, my mind has attained the unconditioned. So he gave us, a, he showed us the, the plan to build a house, and he showed us the plan to demolish the house. So on the one hand, he, shows, he showed us how to build the house. He's a very smart architect. <laughs> Many architects uh, give us a plan and let the builders build it, and then they have to repair it and uh, whitewash it and remodel it and this and that. Buddha gave us a plan to build a house, and he also gave us a plan to demolish it. Until we demolish that house, we will have a lot of problems with the house. So, we follow his Dhamma, whose beginning is excellent, middle is excellent, and end is excellent. And then we follow, we take refuge in the Sangha. Sangha are the members of his, uh, of his community who can be men, women, uh, monks and nuns. These members of the Sangha, these days we use the word Sangha, but in the strict sense, the Sangha has a very narrow meaning. In the widest meaning, any number more than four is Sangha. In the narrowest and very specific meaning, Sangha is uh, the members of those who have attained at least one stage of enlightenment, what is called stream entry. So there are eight such individuals, eight groups of individuals. They can be lay people, living a very successful household life, men or women. They can be monastics, living in monasteries, monks or nuns. The qualification they require to become members of this Sangha is the attainment of at least first stage of sainthood, stream entry, which can be attained by any person, provided the person follows the plan. And those are the members of the Sangha that we follow, that we take refuge in, because they are the ones who can give us guidance, they are the ones who can, whom we can trust. They are the ones who would not let us down. So we take refuge in the Sangha, that kind of Sangha, what we call Noble Sangha, those who have attained the stages of enlightenment. Then we take Refuge, what you call precepts, very simple precepts. 
to abstain from killing, stealing, uh, sensual misconduct. I would not say simply sexual misconduct, sensual misconduct. Most of the time you hear sexual misconduct. I want to expand it because I see the Pali word is used in plural, kame su. If it is single, it simply would be kame, kame, or kamasma, or kame. But it is used in plural as kame su, which means abstaining from sensual abuse, abuse of our senses. We try to abstain from that. And then, abstaining from lying, the fifth is abstaining from taking intoxicants, which causes infatuation and heedlessness. Now, these precepts are given in uh, negative form, abstaining from such and such, abstaining from such and such. The reason is, first we have to abstain from something in order to cultivate something. For instance, we want to abstain from killing in order to practice metta, loving-friendliness. We cannot practice metta or loving-friendliness while killing. If we, on the other hand, we kill, on the one hand we kill, on the other hand we try to practice metta. It doesn't work. So we have to abstain from killing, and then, with pure, clear conscience, practice metta. Similarly, we abstain from stealing and practice the, the thought of generosity. We have practiced, we first abstain from sensual misconduct, and practice compassion, appreciative joy. We abstain from telling lies and keep and practice telling truth. And we abstain from taking intoxicants and behave very steady, uh, clear state of mind. That is especially good for the practice of meditation. So when somebody went to see the Buddha, this, this is how he started. He first gave, the, gave instructions. In his instructions, <coughs> he always, we didn't see in Buddha's teaching that he always gave the three refuges and the five precepts. But when, when somebody went to see him, he, gave very, he had a very specific way of giving instructions, a method, systematic method. First, he talked about dāna, dāna katha, talk on generosity. I will talk on, give a talk on generosity tomorrow. But tonight I want to mention how the Buddha gave his gradual teaching to people. In that gradual teaching, he first talk, talked about 
generosity. Dana Kata. Then he talked about Sila Kata, morality. There he included the precepts. Then he talked about Sagakata. Sagakata means talk about going to heaven. These two things we have to practice to go to heaven. Dana and Sila. Then he said, he talked about Kamanang Asada Adinava Okara Sankilesa. That means danger in being obsessed with sensual pleasures. That is. Kamanang. No, first he explained the the pleasure, uh, joy that people experience from sensual pleasure, joy they get from sensual pleasure, asada. Through senses, we see many many beautiful things every day. We hear many, many beautiful sounds every day. We smell beautiful smells, sweet smells. We taste good food. We touch beautiful things. And we think of pleasant things, through which we gain pleasure. That is called kamanang asada, pleasure of sensual experience. But in that pleasure, he said, there also is danger. That is called Adhinava. <clears throat> In that pleasure, there is pain. All pleasures are mixed with pain. It's very interesting, no pleasure without pain. Uh, that is why Buddha said, Yo sukhang abhinandati, so dukhang abhinandati. One who enjoys pleasure enjoys pain. <laughs> because both come together as, a, as a, a package. That is the deal. You cannot have one without the other. You get one, you buy one, the other comes free. <laughs> So, you have to accept. You know, <coughs> people have all kind of rings. You have uh, engagement ring, wedding ring, and all kind of ring. But we have one ring that we are born with. We all have it. That is called suffering. <laughs> you cannot you cannot be born without that so Buddha was talking about that then Sankilesa when we are in that 
we continue to defile our mind when we are in obsessed in pleasures. And Buddha talk about that. Then, okara, we are spiritually not progressing but digress, go down when we are obsessed with sensual pleasures. Then, Nekkammeja Anisanse, he talked about the advantage and benefit of letting go of our greed. Advantage of our of letting go of greed. <coughs> and then uh, before that he said Sagakata, going talk about going to heaven. And this is how he uh, gave Dhamma talk, Dhamma sermons, in that order. And that is why we want to start our retreat the same way, following his technique, his method. First we want to talk about Sila, and tomorrow we talk about Dhana. Tonight, uh, I'm not planning to give a long Dhamma talk, uh, because I think you, some of you just arrived and uh, maybe tired and you want to have a uh, rest, since we are going to start this uh, morning session at 5.15, of waking up at 5.15, perhaps you might like to take rest early. So tonight I think this may be uh, enough as uh, introduction to Dhamma talk, introduction to retreat, and uh, tomorrow morning we will have uh, puja, devotional recitals, and um, this is Samanera Dhamma Ratana. <coughs> he and I uh, like to recite in the morning. Uh, since you have the papers with you, uh, perhaps you all can recite together. If reciting together is uh, difficult, you may we may have uh, response reading that we can decide tomorrow. For now, I think this may be enough, and I wish you good night. <coughs>